Namaste and welcome to Femtech India podcast. I am your host Navneet and I'm thrilled to have you join us today. In today's episode, we are going to talk about mental health. Introducing our next guest, Dr. Ritika Sinha, a qualified doctor and co-founder of Rocket Health. Driven by her passion, she took a brave step leaving her medical career behind to build patient-centric and stigma-free healthcare for India. Let's start. Welcoming Dr. Ritika. Hey Ritika, thank you so much for joining me today. Hi, hi Navneet. Thanks for having me here. Great. Can you please uh, tell our listeners about yourself and what you do at Rocket Health? Hey guys, I'm uh, Dr. Ritika, uh, founder at Rocket Health. At Rocket Health, we're building healthcare for modern Indians. So we're building healthcare for sexual health and mental health. Uh, we have therapy sessions. We do psychiatry sessions. We provide uh, sexual health support. And at the same time, whatever we do, we try to be like judgment free. We try to be patient centric and actually provide solutions to you. Great. Thank you, Ritika. When we talk about mental health and it's 2023, so why isn't it normal to talk about mental health? Why there's still a lot of stigma around this topic? That That's a great question, actually, I feel. Uh, I, I see while, you know, one and a half years of our journey, what I've noticed is that there are two, two faces of it. One is that people are very normal to talk about it. And the other is people who are facing issues but cannot open up because the, because of the stigma around it. At some places, it's become so normal that it's the dinner table conversation. Influencers are opening up about it. Celebrities are opening up about it. But at the same time, like we also see the other face where there is still stigma. Like I originally come from a very small town of Gaya, Bihar. Over there also, I see like people, they don't want to be seen going to a psychiatrist or a therapist. Um, and even in major cities is what I've noticed is that that stigma is still there. There's a huge long way to go, I feel. Still, it's still yeah. day zero for mental health and sexual health. both. No, no, absolutely. I totally agree on that. Um, also, you know, since you're in path of creating a safe space for people to access mental health care, how do you think the reception has been um, for Rocket Health offering these services? Uh, so far, it's been amazing, I would say. Uh, I think it's also to do with accessibility. If you have a phone, if you have good network, uh, be it anywhere around the world, you can actually access therapy, right? So we have people taking therapy from tier two, tier three, smaller towns, and we have people taking therapy from tier one cities. And fortunately, uh, and very surprisingly to us, uh, also I've, I've seen like a 50-50 split between these. So yeah. I feel accessibility plays an important role over here. Um, and uh, people from smaller towns are also able to access it. People from bigger towns are also able to access it. Uh, one thing we've noticed is that people taking therapy from their cars, rooftop, you know, offices even. Yeah. Right? So it's just possible because of it being online, I think. Yeah, but you also offer sexual health solution, right? So how do you see yeah. that people are seeking that um when we talk about sexual health category? I think, I think it's the same thing. So I'll tell you, we have a hospital and I see people coming in over there. What we've noticed over there is that people will come in and say that they have certain issues, which is completely unrelated to sexual health. And then they enter the doctor's cabin and then they'll open up. Oh, hey, by the way, I actually came for sexual health issues. So yeah. you see the level of stigma, which is there. You don't really, you know, want to be seen that, oh, you're coming to the doctor for sexual health issues. So uh, over there also seen like a massive uh, response. Like I see youngsters coming in for sexual health issues, which is uh, 
quite surprising right like sexual health issues were uh, i mean it's surprisingly known to be in like older men but it is not true i mean we see our youngsters also suffer from sexual health issues be it like porn addiction sexual yeah. health issues like erectile dysfunction premature ejaculation because of uh, certain factors lifestyle factors i feel the age range has shifted broadly so when we look at um, you know diversion between male and female um how do you see that um our women are also willing to speak about their sexual health problems very openly so uh, when it comes to being open about it i think women are more open about it uh, for men i think it's still it's i think it's just starting to become a normal conversation that oh it's okay that if you're facing issues around your sexual health but i see a lot of people i see that changing now right with the current scenario i feel youngsters as i said that they are also suffering from it so they're talking about it more right yeah. so that's one thing which has been great uh, and when it comes to men and women i feel uh, we've also noticed like women bring in uh, the partners in for sexual health issues for example which is a great thing right they're, yeah. they're actually openly talking about that and that is why it's leading to that reception uh it's not stigmatized it's like it's not a hush hush topic amongst couples and yeah. even in men like we see uh men just coming up straight without any hesitation i think again i would say like i told you that when it come when we were <laughs> seeing what we were seeing in the hospital was that people they don't want to be you know they don't want to say the concern they have and then they go inside the doctor's cabin and they tell that oh i actually came in for sexual health issue uh being online really helps because it yeah. just uh, offers so much confidentiality and then the consultation can be taken from anywhere right so the reception just increases a little bit more no absolutely when we also talk about privacy and security are essential when it comes to yeah. sensitive health data right how does your platform ensures that user confidentiality and build trust among users so um it's a when we are, i'm a doctor when we are trained confidentiality is something which is anyway instilled in us uh that is the same thesis we bring at rocket health also so yeah. it's very important when you're taking a therapy session when you're taking a sexual health consultation it's very important for us to convey that to the user to the person who's taking consultation also that hey i mean whatever we are discussing over here stays between us and it's not uh uh it's not it's it's confidential health data right yeah. so conveying that to the users that the very comfortable in speaking and opening up to you is very important and relaying that message again and again in every conversation which we have in probably like sending the mailers probably sending the messages again relaying that confidentiality part is very important because uh, i think when it comes to sexual health uh, and mental health both yeah. people they don't want obviously nobody wants right they want their data to be private and we make sure that it is it remains private but till now we've not really had a user where data confidentiality they didn't want to share anything openly uh but i think i understand what the perspective is over here and it is sensitive health data in the end right yeah. so we make sure we don't leave uh, whatever stays between the patient whatever history of the patient is being taken it stays between the healthcare professional and the patient and again like i said like it's very important for us to convey that to the person again and again right yeah. so in our messaging probably like how do you create a safe space you actually tell the person that okay this is a confidential space whatever we're talking navneet right now right maybe if it has to remain confidential like if it's a therapy session it just remain between us 
uh, it's not being recorded in any way right uh, but still how do we maintain quality of the care which is going in so how do you mask any user detail which is there yeah and still uh, take up the whole session right that is very important i believe no absolutely and what are the signs that when one should seek a therapy or counseling it's it's very funny i would say like you know uh, you don't really need to have an issue to actually take therapy and surprisingly that adoption is coming hitting in right now massively like we see a lot of people embracing therapy right now for the first time it is actually like going to the gym i would say yeah know? like how you take care of your physical health you take care of your mental health but at the same time there are people who are having signs and symptoms where you know you definitely need men, um, uh, med- mental health support i feel those signs and symptoms should not be neglected at all uh, it's good that you're taking therapy without any cause and you're working on self development you're working on yourself but if you ever feel that okay this is something which is not normal and this is something which i usually don't do or my friend doesn't do like talk to them encourage them to seek support yeah i feel so how about like when we talk about the regular person who's seeking therapy as you rightly said about it's like how you take care of your health and go to gym right so um if someone yeah. has to start they just start with one therapy session or is it like yeah yeah okay that's that's a actually a great question um so you can't really put a number to it like you yeah. know how many therapy sessions you might need some people do well in just one session they get like a lot of answers but some people might need more sessions it totally depends the concerns they're coming with and uh, it's funny you know sometimes you don't know the concern you're going with and you actually uncover a lot of things yeah so like i said like it's going to the gym uh it's it's it should be pretty normal but at the same time if you have clinical signs and symptoms uh it's it's very important for you to seek support no true what are some of the solution that you anticipate in future of uh, further normalizing the offer discrete services in healthcare for mental wellbeing i think it's still day one for mental health like there's a long way to go like i said there are two phases of it one that people are normally talking about it but at the same time we see like other situations where there is a lot of stigma yeah. um so i feel for india the amount of population we have we have a long way to go i think uh, the adoption has massively increased and uh, uh tomorrow if we want to hit to like a billion people taking therapy it's very important for that adoption to kind of you know it's very important for us to talk about it right yeah. so i feel that's something which is very important and at the same time in sexual health also i feel we we never discussed of something like sexual health 5 years ago i think it's now that we're discussing of something like sexual health so it's very important for for us to have these conversations right like for this podcast to be there and you discussing about mental health and sexual health this is just you know someone might be listening to it and someone might be thinking that it's so normal so it's very important for us to have these conversations and take it further no of course i also feel that um you guys do a lot of in digitalization in your social media you know how are you empowering yeah. more women yeah. to normalize mental health conversations and what's your take on that that how social media is playing a role in terms of creating awareness hmm. 
Yeah. I think, I think it's massive, I would say, right? Uh, everyone opens social media, I think, two times, three times, more than that, every day. Uh, you see all these funny reels, you see all these uh, dance reels. It's at the same time very important for us to be on these social media platforms and hit you and uh, show you content around healthcare, right? Because it's something yeah. which is very essential. So I feel it helps us reach the masses, right? When you create content which is resonating with the audience you really are uh, focusing towards, I feel it just reaches to them. So for example, if uh, I am, like we're trying to build mental health care in India, we're trying to uh, create a lot of content around it so that it becomes it doesn't seem like healthcare, you know. Yeah. It should be. It should be just like, oh, you're just you're just accessing Zomato or Swiggy for food. You're accessing Rocket Health for therapy. So our aim has been to do that. You, how do you make it uh, not healthcare, but at the same time you provide the quality which of needs course. to go in? No, no, totally. Yeah. Is it okay not to be okay? What else can you tell to encourage our listeners to be confident and step out and ask for help without feeling neglected? Especially a lot of women do that. That's very true. I think, I think like I said, right, like how you go to the gym for your physical health, mental health should also be taken like that. Be it like you're doing um, self-care, be it like you're going to therapy, be it like you're taking professional support when required, I think. It happens to the best of us, you know, you never would anticipate that it can hit anyone, right? And yeah. you might not even know the person sitting next to you might not be doing well sometimes. So it's very important for us to be empathetic towards everyone because, uh, and at the same time, like, again, have these conversations, encourage others to kind of open up and uh, talk about it. I think it's, uh, don't, don't neglect it. If anything out of the ordinary is happening. So how would you describe the therapy as, you know, still uh, people only consider taking therapy if they see anyone has a mental issue or mental illness, right? But um, whereas your platform try to normalize the therapies and mental health conversations. So how would you best describe that? So it's 2023 right now, right? I think we are actively engaging with so many people every day, be it like on WhatsApp, Instagram, we're seeing so many things. There's information overload happening all across. So I believe it's very important to take a step back, introspect into what's happening in your own life right now. And it's very difficult to do that. And therapy helps, you know, in that. So that is why I'm saying like, you know, it's very broad. Even if you're not having issues, it's at this day and age, you're facing so many things every day that will just bring you back to yourself. And what is exactly therapy like? It is People say that, oh, I can just talk to my friend. For sure, you can talk to your friend. But this is more systematic, more organized. You would be, yeah. it's kind of like opening your own thoughts in front of you, in front of you, like, you know, different cards and dealing with it one by one. And these cards are sometimes, you know, things which you had not realized you were thinking. And, you know, it was coming into actions, I would say. So, like, for example, I take therapy, right? Yeah. But I'm not going through something major. I'm not uh, actually going through something major. I'm, I'm actually working on self-development. I'm working on the things which I need to work on so that I can be better. I can, uh, I can feel better. Uh, I feel at this day and age, everyone should take therapy without any cause. If you have any cause, most definitely, like 100% go for it. Yeah. And do not hesitate. It's a safe space. Um, even if you don't know what you would talk in therapy, just go. 
the professional is actually equipped to kind of talk to you understand and then guide you in a proper way and again i would iterate one thing therapy is not you know it doesn't give solutions yeah. it just equips yourself to kind of take these decisions which you and need thoughts. to take yeah. in a better no absolutely uh, you know mental health is also quite a large segment in terms of so many it's segmented in different areas right so when we yeah. talk about psychedelics and all that are you guys also trying to focus on that yeah 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 that's a good question i would say mental health is uh, huge in itself right yeah. uh, so what how we are tra- tackling it is very holistically we have counseling psychologists we have clinical psychologists we have doctors who are psychiatrists for mental health we have a community uh, where people can talk to each other get peer to peer support and these like being holistic just helps so it's not just therapy we're giving it's also psychiatry it's also sexual health therapy which we're giving tomorrow right so these kind of things um only comes up i feel when you tackle it holistically right therapy psychiatry today we're also we recently launched couples therapy adhd therapy so that is a new thing which is there actually like people uh, think that they've adhd and then they come to us yeah so a lot of niches are there in mental health which we need to tackle but how do you get to know how do you get to know someone had ADHD yeah um so so with the rise of instagram reels and tiktok reels i would say that uh, the signs and symptoms being shown without any disclaimer or a professional actually saying that we self diagnose ourselves a lot of times also so yeah. it's very important for you to talk to a professional actually share your history with that professional and from there on the professional would actually help you out in case you would need to go for tests which are required for diagnosis or not yeah. but don't google your symptoms <laughs> then probably i mean i would have 10 different other diseases right yeah. and not just adhd it's very so it's a huge spectrum even adhd right so you might not have adhd you might have something else in that spectrum but don't self diagnose i would say go to a professional talk to them we have a product around that uh, so that's what i was trying to say like uh, we got so many users asking us that hey i feel i have adhd that we had to build a product around that yeah yeah so that's there and in terms of psychedelics i think you asked right i feel it's it's, it's still new for india and yeah. probably like we would uh, see more research happening in that domain and then get into it if that's required um is there any message or you would like to discuss for all the women entrepreneurs or people into femtech and women's health space i think uh, being a doctor and an entrepreneur i've seen both sides like when i was in doc when when i was a doctor i saw that something which is majorly needed in india is healthcare experience when you actually yeah. crack that experience in a good way you're building a great product and when it comes to entrepreneurship i'm kind of like trying to reflect that over here trying to create a great healthcare experience so it's very important for us to stay true to what we're trying to build so for us for me it's personally very yeah. important that i'm actually giving a solution to someone right it's not that i'm just building a product for the sake of building it yeah that quality needs to be there people should actually feel better after taking that that is something which is very important i feel so whatever be like whatever you're building it uh, in femtech in health tech beat anything else the user should actually benefit from it the user should actually need it the experience i feel is something which is key uh, anything you're building Oh, that. femtech until I think is great <laughs> initiative. Not in terms of just like women's health. I would say, um, see, 
I said like healthcare again no one is really talking about it it's very important for us to talk about it it's it's something about our own bodies right yeah. the more we talk about it more it encourages other people to actually think about it so i i love what you guys are doing over here thank you ritika thank you so much for joining me today thank you navneet thanks for having me